Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for listening today. We have a great guest lineup. We're going to get right to it. But I do want to remind you that we have interviewed over 300 advisors, authors, and thought leaders. And uh, we have archived all of their interviews into over 30 topic folders. And you can find all of that on our audio library at ExitCoachRadio.com. There's a lot on that site. You can learn about some of our other shows that are happening. We have uh, nine other shows on the air right now. And again, find our uh, our audio library is fantastic. It's got so many topics on things like business succession, planning, family business planning, life after life after uh, you exit your business, uh, and uh, ideas on growing your business, tax minimization, all kinds of topics on there. So go find that at uh, ExitCoachRadio.com, the audio library. My first guest today is Chris Sprague. He's been on the show before. You can find him in the audio library, by the way. His last name is spelled S-P-R-A-G-U-E. You can find him there. He's the International Transformation and Empowerment Ambassador from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we had a great conversation last time. We'll do a little recap as we get into that and then find out what's new. Chris, how are you doing today? Wonderful, Bill. How are you? Terrific. It's good to have you back on the show, Chris. Good to hear you. I hope, uh, hope your holiday planning's going well. We, we have one shopping day left. <laughs> uh, I, I better get busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you know, since uh, since I'm, you know, I've been officially divorced now for a while. All I have to worry about this year is the cats. So they're uh, they're, they're easy to buy for. Give them food, give them treats, give them toys, and they're all set. So <laughs> it's a simple life. It's a simple life. I love it. Well, you got to worry about yourself. I mean, there's got to be something for you under the tree. So hope you're good to yourself. Well, Chris, oh, no. I, you know, <laughs> go ahead. Well, so last time, Chris, we talked about um, the title was "How Are You Wired," and I loved our conversation. We talked about uh, about your book, and and basically, we talked about how people can find their zero point, and it's a way to reduce your frustration, increase your performance, increase your happiness. Um, just a fantastic concept. So, why don't you tell us, our listeners, a little bit about that, about um, what you do as a, a transformation and empowerment ambassador, and and you know what's it all about? Let's start with that. Sure. The re- sure. The really short version is, is I work with people to inspire them to transform their lives and empower them to make the changes necessary so that whether they're exiting a business, whether they're in the middle of a business they want to keep, whether they're a CEO of a company, or whether they're you know, a, uh, you know, a stock clerk at Target, so to speak, they can get the most out of whatever they want to be um, and figure out exactly what their zero point is and what what I mean by that is what was in their DNA from day one that defines how they can best live their life and be the most successful uh, person they can be. So with that premise, then we're all we're all hardwired to do something uh, kind of when you hear somebody say, you know, this is my my special talent. 
uh, and a lot of people are living outside of that. They're not, they haven't tapped into that either because they couldn't uh, find the time or because they got stuck in another type of a career. Uh, and, and that causes unhappiness. So I guess what your premise is, is if you get back to that, find that special talent, you'll find happiness and peace of mind. Yeah, you need to find exactly, uh, you know, as I say, your zero point, how you're wired, that thing inside of you that was that was you know put on you from day one. The interesting thing about talents is is that we all have about three talents or gifts that we were given from day one, and what challenges a lot of people sometimes they believe or sometimes their family believes that one of their talents is the way they should go, so they push them in that direction. When unfortunately it was, I'll say, merely a talent and not actually actually their, their zero point or what they were destined to do in this world. Let me give you a quick example. Um, my, my three talents happen to be bowling. Yes, big round ball, big 16-pound ball, 10 pins down a lane bowling. Um, you know, it also happens to be what we're doing now, you know, you know public speaking. And the third one happens to fall in the, in the terms of information technology. And early on, my family didn't see a, um, didn't see a, a future in bowling, even though that's where I thought I was going to have my profession until I was until I tore my wrist and was injured. They didn't see a of the value. I mean, back in the 70s, you didn't see studies in the 80s. You didn't see the value of public speaking and doing this for a living. So, as computers, as the computer age dawned, they saw that that was going to be a, a you know a big industry and and there was going to be you know sustained work in there. So they pushed me in that direction. Um, it took me through. It took me many years and, and a, you know, a lot of detours to get back to what I'm doing now. And don't get me wrong, Bill, I still use the IT skill. In fact, I've created a company that focuses on coaches and consultants, and not only do we build websites, but we do video content marketing for them. So I've been able to build a successful company using that. But you know, it's not what it's not my my passion. I mean, look at this. We're, it's Christmas Eve. We're, we're sitting there talking on the radio. I mean, you know, and and this is you know this is where you know this is where I was meant to be. So some people call it passion. Some people call it talent. Some people call it their gift. Um, it goes a lot deeper than that. And one day when we have a few hours, you know, we'll we'll get into really how deep it how deep it goes. But but that's just one quick example. I like it a lot. And what hit me when you said that uh, your three talents, you mentioned something that was. Um, physical, you mentioned something that was kind of right-brained and kind of left-brained, if you will, something that was, you know, the speaking is kind of more cerebral and free-flowing, and the technical is very exact, and it has to be, uh, you use your brain for it, but it has to be very exact. Is that typical of a mix that somebody might look for as far as when they're searching for their three key zero points or talents, I guess? Yeah, yeah, the three counts, that's exactly that's exactly right. And it's a great way to put it. I never thought of it exactly in those terms, but thinking about the clients I've worked with, it is it does boil down to that. It boils down to, you know, a physical talent, a, a an analytic talent, a, a right brain talent and a left brain talent, so to speak, or you know, a, you know, so yeah, it, it it does. I'm glad you put it in those terms cuz like I said, I you know, now I'm looking back at all the clients I've worked with and it's yeah, it does boil down to that. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I'm I'm cheaper than your psychoanalyst, you know, so, I'm, you know, we, we're getting somewhere. No, but, you know, it was interesting because as you were saying that, I kind of imagined, okay, so we've got, yeah, physical, creative, and kind of the exact sciences. And when you think about it, that might be a way for, for people to start examining what they love to do in those three areas to narrow it down. Now, out of that, 
if you could have had any choice, it sounded like bowling was just what what really turned you on to me. Is that right? Well, it's interesting because it, it's right to a point. You know, I was bowling and I was acting since I was, you know, three to five years old in that range. You know, literally, I probably picked up a bowling ball before I could even walk, I'm going to guess. Uh, and it was just something that, um, you know, I, I really, I loved to do. And it was something that I was better than, than most everybody at. So it was a natural fit for me to expect that that was going to be my career. I was accepted to uh, the number one bowling school in the nation, the, the the person who was coaching also coached Team USA when when bowling was in the Olympics. So I mean, it was definitely I was at a you know I was at a you know a much different level, acting and being on the stage and doing what I'm doing now. I hadn't I wasn't at that level, so it made natural sense for me to think, okay, bowling is going to be it. Um, but the interesting thing is, if I look back at what I actually did on a regular basis and what I did. Just because I love to do it, what I did that I didn't care if I was better or not than other people, what I just did because of just the love to do it was sharing with people. And it's funny because people will say, well, kids love to talk. And it's like, yes, they do, but there's a difference. It's just like some kids like to sing, but there's a difference between somebody who's a singer and somebody who likes to sing. And kids, some kids like to talk, but there's a difference between somebody who likes to talk and somebody who's just actively sharing things. Um, so if I look back on it, and this is one of the things I cover with my clients, is just how to uncover their wiring and how to go back into the past and really figure out, you know, where was your wiring and your zero point passed over so that you really didn't – so it wasn't readily apparent that that's what what it was um, because that's where we all get off track. So, you know, my you know, my um, – my wiring got masked over very early because I was better at bowling and people would put me down for sharing. And like I said, we, we go into a long conversation about it, but if I had a, a, very, a nugget I'd want to leave your, your, your listeners with is that sometimes when you have two talents, one is put forth at least a little bit and one is muted. And unfortunately, until you're old enough to decide, until you're old enough to figure out which one of those is your zero point, um, you just go with what the world tells you. And, you know, it's just like driving down a road. You, you know, if you drive down a road because you think it's the right direction to go in, and you drive an hour down a road and all of a sudden realize that you're going north and you should have been going south, well, it's going to take you a while to get back to where you were. It doesn't mean you can't. It just means you've got to turn, the, you got to turn the, the car around and go back to where you need to be. So you know, uh, would would it would a first step for people be to kind of take a trip down memory lane and think about what were their early, uh, you know, what what was the first thing I can remember that I really got excited about that I really wanted to be? Tell tell us how do people discover their what their zero point? Yeah, the, you, you hit the nail on the head. The, you hit the nail on the head there, Bill. The the key to finding it is to go back to find your first vivid, visual, positive memory. I'm going to say that again. It's the first vivid, visual, positive memory. And usually that memory is around the age of three to five. Um, And most people will say when they first hear that, well, I can't remember what I had for dinner three nights ago. How am I supposed to remember what happened when I was three to five years old? The beautiful part about the human brain is that it's very flexible, and it actually remembers every single thing you see even if you don't recognize that that you see it. And it remembers it forever. 
it's the most powerful supercomputer known to man, and when we create one more powerful, it's going to be a very scary time. Um, but the way you get back to it is a, a process of taking your brain backwards, starting with the most recent memory you can think of, most recent positive memory, and then working your way back. And here's why. When you remember something that happened two days ago, your brain, for a split second, feels and thinks that it's actually two days ago. Now, logically, you know it's today. Logically, your brain can tell it's today. But with the way your brain chemistry works, it feels and it thinks that it's actually two days ago. Um, from a negative standpoint, it's exactly what happens with somebody who has post-traumatic stress disorder. If you've known anybody with this, with this terrible disease and you've seen anybody go through it, they really believe they are back five years, 10 years, 20 years ago. They cannot determine between that reality and this reality because their brain is showing them the images. The good news for you and for everybody listening is that when you use it in a positive way, it provides your brain a springboard to go back further. So first you remember a month ago, then, you're, then your brain says, okay, I'm here. Now you say, okay, what's my next most recent previous memory? And you keep going backwards. So it's kind of like uh, – let me give you one quick example. Oh. If anybody remembers when you were in, it, it, when you were in gym class as, you're, as a kid and you had to climb up the rope with the, with the little knobs on it, um, if you remember, you aren't going to get to the 20-foot ceiling right away. So you have to you have to put your hands about four or five feet up. You pull yourself up a little bit, put your feet on the knobs, and you put put your hands two more knobs up. You pull yourself up, put your feet on the next knobs, and so on and so forth. Your brain works exactly the same way as your physical body does. And eventually, you'll get back to when you were three to five years old. And once you get back and find that first one, and you can't go any further back, that 99.999% of the time for, for for people is their zero point. So is this something, I mean, can people actually do this just quietly thinking through this? I mean, it sounds like it, it, they might be able to if they don't get distracted, but, or is it better to talk through with someone? Uh, is it better to, to verbalize going back? Yeah, I always recommend people start it on their own first and then talk with somebody like myself to help them through if they get if they get stuck because verbalization definitely helps get things out and helps helps put you in a different in a different state of mind but as i always say hey yeah granted i paid it, I, I get paid to coach people but just just like everybody else i'd much rather get something for free if i can do it successfully than than have to pay for it i mean everybody's like that so i say you know what try it on your own first and see how far you know see how far back you can get um and I've talked with a lot of people who've gone through the process and then have gotten back and you know come to me and then said, okay, I've, I've finally gotten back. Now how do, now what do we do with it? Um, but yeah, I mean, if you find that you can't get back forever, you find you, you, you're at a stopping point, um, talking to somebody like myself is great. If you find that you dig up a lot of negative memories and a lot of very emotional things, then seeing a licensed psychotherapist or psychologist is a great thing. Um, it's something that th that is not my specialty and any client I ever work with, if we hit something really bad and there's there's a there's a um, there's issues like that, you know, I always recommend they, they seek somebody they, they seek somebody in the mental health profession, not 
you know, for any other reason, just then I want to see people safe. And this should be a very positive experience, um, even if it digs up negative memories. And the good news is, is a lot of times those negative memories are what's stopping you from getting into the positive. So you kind of handle, you kind of take care of, you know, you take care of two birds with one stone, so to speak. Yeah, that's great advice because you can people can come across a stumbling block and maybe go back to somewhere they they didn't want to be for a reason and at that point they need to really expand that. But it's a great concept. I'm kind of picturing kind of like mountain peaks going from peak to peak and basically uh pulling yourself back up the rope. That's a great analogy, Chris. And so when people go back through and and figure this out, you know, isn't it wonderful, listeners, that we're in a day and age when you can research anything so easily and find out more about something that's a passion so easily? And, Chris, are a lot of people finding out, okay, you know what? There is something I've really always wanted to do. I can research it. Now I can uh, maybe maybe write a blog about it or start uh, learning about it. What's the first step for people when they when they figure that out, and how do you help them? Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the great things about today is, is in Bill, you remember back in the day when, when the big wish used to be, oh, you know, if you're 30 years old or 40 years old, I wish I was 16 years old again and knew what I know now, you know? And it's like what I, what I teach people is you are and you can. And people go, wait, what do you mean? I can't be 16 again. And it's like, no, but with the fact of how long we live, with the fact that we're going to, by the time, by the time you and I get ready to kick the bucket, we're going to be 150 years old. So everybody listening to my voice, at, at most you're in the first half of your life. I mean, I don't even care if you're 70 years old. If you're 70 years old, you're still in the first half of your life with the, with the, with the crazy way things are going nowadays. So you are whatever age you are, and you can go, quote, unquote, back and be that young again and use what you know now to, to go further. Um, and and the, the reason I say that is because what you've done before doesn't have to limit or um, keep you from doing what you what you were meant to do, what your, what your zero point is, and, and you know what you were put on this earth to do. So I tell people, you start today. You, know, you keep whatever job, whatever business you have, because it's it's making you the money. It's it's making you. It's allowing you to live a lifestyle. But then you devote one minute a day, two minutes a day, five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, fifteen minutes a day, and you start building up. You do the research. You figure out. You know. You you take a look at things and you start setting a plan in place and a plan, a strategic plan in in motion, so that when you are ready to start living to your zero point and when it can fulfill all your needs, spiritual, emotional, financial, family, the whole nine yards, that you can make that jump and it's not a it's it's not a hardship on you. That's one of the other things that um, we're in the society that we want instant gratification, and I love instant gratification. But if I told you I'll give you instant gratification, but it's only going to last for five minutes or if, if you if you let the process alone and let it take a month, two months, three months, it's going to last the rest of your life. What would you choose? I love what you're saying, Chris. And and how do people um, work with you to to find out more about this? And tell us how people uh, work with you and get in touch with you. Sure. The first thing they can do is head out to my my website, chrismsprague.com. That's got all my contact information, the phone number, everything's out there. Uh, they can get in touch with me there. If they happen to be a business owner who's interested in content marketing and how you know how finding their zero point, understanding their clients better, will fit into that into that world. And look at video content marketing. They can also check out another company I run called Video Content Agency. And last and last but not least, on the contacting me stand. 
standpoint. Um, one of the things that's happened since the last show is I was signed by a publishing house in New York for my second book. Right now, I'm right now it's slated spring to summer of 2015, and it's all going to be about finding your zero point. And it's going to take people much, much deeper into this concept of finding your zero point. It's going to have some of the concepts from the secret blueprint to more, but it's going to be chock full of a whole bunch of new information. So everybody wants to uh, be on the lookout for that. Like I said, it should be spring or summer 2015. That's great. Well, I want you to come back to us and, and tell us when that's out because uh, I'm a big fan of what you talk about. You know, listeners, uh, a lot of you are in that point of your life when you're thinking about what am I going to do if I sell my business? If I lose that identity, what identity am I going to take on? And some of you don't know what that's going to be. And this is this is why we do uh, shows like this. This is why we have guests like Chris Sprague, uh, Chris M. Sprague, C-H-R-I-S. M S P R A G U E dot com. This is why we have people like Chris who have figured this out. You know, there's something called a zero point, and you can find that, and Chris can help you with some of the things that he's learned along the way. So, Chris, it, fantastic. Love it. Uh, happy holidays to you, and thanks so much for joining us again today. And uh, I, I wish you the best of success, and let us know when the new book is out. You're welcome, Bill. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. And and everybody remember, sometimes you have to give up the life you planned to live the life you were destined to live. That's great advice, Chris. Happy holidays to you. We're going to take Thanks. a Happy short break. To you too. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this message, so please stay tuned. You're listening to one of many shows on ExitCoachRadio.com. We're interviewing advisors, authors, and thought leaders for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. If you'd like to be a guest on any of our shows, go to guest.exitcoachradio.com. Exitcoachradio.com. Come listen for a minute. 